Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the latest edition of the Arsenal Women Arsecast with me, Tim Stillman, and my co-host, Pippa Moni. Pippa, how's it going? Really good. I'm really excited for the new season. Yeah, yeah, same here. And um, we're actually recording this from London Colney, actually, in the interview room. Um, and we've got, like, a really nice, like, Fly Emirates and Adidas background. Like, Visit Rwanda. Yeah, yeah, we feel like a couple of new signings <laughs> who've like, just come to do a medical or something. Um but the reason we're here, we spoke, we've spoke. we done a couple of interviews, which you'll hear later on this podcast. Um, I spoke to goalkeeper Manuel Zinsberger. Pippa spoke to um, Katie McCabe um, as well, and we'll, we'll talk to them a little bit. Um, but obviously, we're previewing the Emirates Cup on Sunday, which will feature the Arsenal women for the first time as they take on their new feeder club, Bayern Munich. <laughs> I love that you said feeder club. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, we've got six players now who used to play for Bayern Munich, uh, Manuel are one of them. Um, which kind of gives the game quite a strange vibe, but quite an interesting vibe yeah. at the same time. I'm really excited for her as a new signing because, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, I got to meet her at the Champions League final, and she is super confident and super buzzing for this season, and she's really confident that we're just going to retain the title, win the Champions League and win everything. <laughs> and, and I have to say, that came across when I just spoke to her at the time of recording. I spoke to her about 15 minutes ago, and yeah, mm. like she's got like a really nice positive vibe and that's something that's that um, our, our Bayern fan Sven says um, in his interview in fact unfortunately I think he said it after we finished recording but he said like with Manuela you're not just getting a good goalkeeper you're getting like a, a really good person yeah. in the dressing room and I, I think that really comes across and I think that obviously came across when yeah, you, you get her. that vibe from her she's really, she's a really lovely woman and great vibe I'm really looking forward to see her behind, in between the sticks yeah yeah and, um, and when I spoke to her you know she said uh I'm very loud, is what she said, <laughs> and, uh, which is a good thing yeah. for a goalkeeper, obviously. Um, I think, why don't we roll that interview with Manuela now, since we're, talk- since we're talking about her? Um, here's, here's the interview with a new Arsenal goalkeeper, Manuela Zinsberger, who, um, all things being equal, should start on Sunday. OK, Manuela, first question. Um, your Arsenal debut against your old club at Emirates Stadium doesn't get much better than that surely yeah at first of all I'm glad to be here um, yeah amazing game on Sunday um, yeah hopefully we will win against uh, FC Bayern Munich but at first of all I'm really cl- glad to be here and um, yeah we had a lot of fun in the first week um, a lot of work hard work but yeah I'm really happy and um, yeah when I will get my debut uh, on Sunday um, in the Emirates Cup 
it would be fine but at first of all I want to win Anna have you spoken to any of your former teammates about this game yet yeah of course I spoke with a lot of uh, players from Bayern Munich um, just I'm happy to see them again but I said them as well that I want to win but with my new club <laughs> and yeah they um, they said that um, that uh, they want to win as well but um, yeah I think we are better <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you said you know there's been a lot of hard work so far with pre-season. You guys have been back a week and a half, is that right? Yeah, uh, we were starting at the I think 15th of July, um, mm-hmm. but less people than normal because of the World Cup. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like like different to the German league. Also, the German training it's so different, and yeah, I have to prepare my body, uh, but it feels good, and um, yeah. I'm looking forward to the next weeks. And uh, what, what has pre-season looked like so far for you guys? What kind of things have you been doing day to day in this kind of early part of pre-season? Yeah, at first uh, we was coming together and then had some tests to see which level your body has. But then we had like also like conditional tests and then yeah, growing up as a team on the pitch as well. But yeah, I think um, you cannot do that much in the first week because you had like holidays before, so you had like gross like little steps. But I think um, yeah, we have to keep on working until the um, till the whole team is together. But yeah. And, and what has this summer looked like for you? Obviously, you've had to move uh, from Munich, I take it, to London. Um, what, what's and, and that's a big change for you. You were at Bayern for quite a long time. What, what's that been like for you so far? Yeah, it w- wasn't that easy. But yeah, I was really looking forward to a new step, to yeah, to see a new culture, a new club, a new traditional club as Arsenal it was. I was really happy to can join this club and yeah, it wasn't that hard for me because Victoria Schnaderberg is an Austrian player and she's um, one of the closest friends for me. So she helped me a lot and so, yeah, I feel a little bit at home. Yeah, I was going to say, because you're one of six former Bayern players yeah. in the Arsenal squad now. Um, I mean, I take it you spoke to certainly Vicky um, and the likes of Lisa and yeah. Vivian before you came, and obviously you've come here with Jill and Leone yeah. as well. I, I mean, I I understood that last summer when Vicky moved here, you kind of you came with her. Yeah. Um, is that right to kind of help her settle in? Was that when you first kind of thought that a move to Arsenal might be on, or was that just purely to kind of help Vicky settle in? No, it was like that. Uh, I helped her the first week just with the moving stuff and everything else and yeah she told me a lot of the club she told me a lot of the practicing stuff about the individual plans and stuff like that how they work on the pitch but just about the field players because she's a field player Mm. but I was like interested it was just like oh I want to join some days I want to join an English club but I don't know when because I had to get an offer as well but yeah a few months later, um, I got a I got a, a call, and then I was like, "Yeah, maybe we'll meet us." And um, yeah, now I'm here. Anna, what was it? Do you think that not just you that has attracted all of these players from from Bayern Munich to to Arsenal? What does it mean? What, uh, so, what what is it that you think has attracted you all to come? What was um, 
kind of when you were thinking or when you had the offer to come to Arsenal, what was it that, that you think made you all want to come here? Yeah, it's just like the Eng- English part of how do they practice, how do they play uh, about the league as well. So I think that we uh, the league is uh, close to the German league because look at the league now, Manchester United, yeah, Man City, yeah. every club. But yeah, I think like the difference, how they work, I think that was what be the, would be the most part like to change a club. And um, for, for Arsenal fans who haven't seen you play before, what kind of goalkeeper are you? Yeah, I'm like, I think I'm a modern goalkeeper. I try to play with both legs, so I prefer my right. Mm-hmm. But also my left one isn't that bad. I hope, I hope so. <laughs> But yeah, I want to play with the team. I'm not a goalkeeper like the old ones who are standing on, uh, on in the goal and just waiting for the balls. No, I want to have the ball as well. I want to help the team. I want to be active. And so I think that's that's me on the field. Also be loud. Mm. Yeah, I have to learn the language on the pitch, like the codes or how to help the team, how to coach the team. But then I will be like a loud one, mm. like to coach it. Like I'm there. I want to show the team that I'm like help them in the back. So I want to show them that I'm there. So I'm not quiet. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Sven, um, our, our Bayern Munich fan who was on, he said to us that um, you might give the fans a little bit of a heart attack sometimes coming out and kind of <laughs> taking players on and, and things like that. But. I, I think that really seems to fit with what Joe Montemoro wants yeah. with Arsenal, certainly. Yeah, sometimes you have to catch me. But, yeah, it's different in the German league because I was talking with Leanne about, like, the league and stuff like that and she was like, yeah, you have to be, like, not that high because in the English league they are shooting from, I think, 30 metres and you're never going to see that in the German league. I think in the whole season, two shots from 30 metres. Mm. And... I think in the English league it's like in every game, so that is why I have to uh, complete my my high distance, maybe like five meters in the back, and then I'm sure. But I have to think about it, and that when I have to make this to my strength as well, then it should be good. And um, I'm interested in what Joe said to you about how he sees your role because last season he kind of came in and sorry Van Wienendahl was the undisputed first choice. Then he signed Pauline Perry-Magnin and there was a bit of rotation between the goalkeepers although he mainly played Pauline, I think, because of how she is with her feet. Yeah. Um, has he said anything to you about how he sees the two goalkeepers interacting between you and Pauline? Will he continue that rotational policy or have a solid first choice? Yeah, I think um, we need two good goalkeepers. Um, obviously, I think Pauline is um, also a very good goalkeeper. Um, I was watching some games, um, but she's different to me. I think uh, that's also a good part to have like different goalkeepers. It's also like every every team is different. So maybe I can play this game, she can play this game. And you have to think about we have FA Cup, Conti Cup, Champions League and the league as well. So who can play this kind mm. you have to be you have to need like two fits goalkeepers and so I think it's like who is the best in the training who has the best um, game skills I don't know I think it's an open game I hope so and yeah I will give the best to play every game 
but when Poland is going to play, I will support her since the first minute. And um, yeah, I think that's the most important thing to to complete each other and to... Yeah, I think when she's going to play, I have to support her. Otherwise, she had to do the same. And I think also like the connection between the two goalkeepers. I uh, was training with her today and it was uh, quite a lot of fun. And um, I think it fits. Yeah, she's a, she's a, she's a good character. Um, in terms of um, the Bayern team we might see on Sunday, um, Bayern probably similar to Arsenal in that they've had a lot of players away at the World Cup who won't be there. Um, but they've got a lot of good young players coming through. In Yen Shoya, they've got yeah. a coach who's got a reputation for yeah. bringing young players through. Which um, which players do you think fans who are going to the game on Sunday from Bayern should they look out for? Yeah, there are a lot of players. Um, you can start in the back, you can end in the front. It's like a big club as Arsenal as well, and um, I think like I cannot put like one player out. It's just the whole team. I like the team a lot. It's gonna change a lot. Also, like the coach who said it before, the athlete coach, the co-coach. It was like changing a lot, and hopefully it fits together. Um, and yeah, they will play a good season. But hopefully, it's not gonna start on Sunday because they we were gonna win. And yeah, it's just like the whole team. Everyone is good. We do have like Bayern Munich. You have Arsenal. It's like not like players at this level and players at this level. It's like quite similar mm. and so yeah you have a lot of I don't want to put one out it's like you have to th- you have to see that game because it's like two good teams playing each other and I think it will be in the Emirates Cup it will be amazing and uh, my final question um, the Champions League final next year in Vienna with Arsenal yeah perfect yes yeah you will um, come too of course, of course. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all the games man Molly you'll get, you'll get sick of the side yeah. very quickly um, is that an extra motivation for you that the, the fact that the next Champions League final is in your hometown I think motivation for the Champions League you don't need it because Champions League is the, higher, the highest part playing as a soccer player and yeah obviously playing a Champions League final at home in Vienna at home I have to say Vienna because it's close to me and yeah it would be amazing because my family everyone can be there everyone can watch that game and um, yeah it's not that long travel just like 40 minutes and yeah it would be amazing but at first we have some other steps and we have to grow as a team and then we can think about the first league game the first FA Cup first Conte Cup Champions League and then we're going to think about the final, but I think that's, like, laid down. Okay, fair enough. I'm still looking forward yeah. to it anyway. Manuela, yeah. thanks very much. Thank you, too. Okay, so now you've heard from Manuela Zinsberger, um, ex one of six players who's, uh, who's... One of three players, actually, who's come over from Bayern this summer. Um, the game on Sunday, Emirates Stadium, is the first time, Pippa, that Arsenal women have played at Emirates um, for six years, they did it once in 2012, once in, two th- in 2013 as well. Um, how excited are you, uh, someone who, like me, watches them at mm. Boreham Wood all the time, for, for you know, more people to, to see this team? Obviously, I'm really excited. I've always wanted to see the Arsenal women play at the Emirates, only because, of, for me, personally, for like location reasons, it's yeah. so much easier for me to get to, because I go there pretty much every weekend. But at the same time, I've don't think it's a great idea if the stadium's not full so I'm really hoping that everyone's taken on board at the fact that the Arsenal women are starting early the early kickoff, and that everyone gets down to the Emirates so they can see 
how good this team are because they are the champions of England so I'm hoping that everyone um, gets down there and I'm really excited to see them play obviously there's a lot of new players as you mentioned so I'm not sure we're going to get the traditional Arsenal performance because a lot of them are going to be playing with each other for the first time uh, but I'm still excited and, and of course like the girls that were away at the World Cup won't be playing yeah. and that'll be the same for Bayern as well so we'll probably get a few young players in the team as well um, and like I said that's going to be the same for Bayern who uh, you know they've got a lot of the German team um, for example and Bayern have, they've got loads of new players they've got a new manager um, as well it's a real kind of um, season of upheaval uh, summer of upheaval at the moment for Arsenal but also you know Arsenal have got the chance it, it just make, really makes me feel like the new season's coming yeah. and I don't know about you but I'm really excited about the Champions League as well oh, I'm so excited I don't normally follow champ- like, I follow Champions League football on TV of course but this season I really feel like I'm going to get up and out there and be travelling to the away games and that's what's exciting me more to follow them around Europe and see how well they do yeah and, and actually they're not I think they're not going to be seeded right so they could draw Leon or Ooh. Wolfsburg straight off the bat which oh um, yeah yeah on, on one hand like I don't know if I want that or not because no. on one hand that'll be huge but on the other hand you know I'd like them to get a bit more of a run before getting I know but Leon like though we all know how dominant they are especially Champions League winners four years in a row so I hope that doesn't come up but you know it's always good to have um, like a tough competition to start off with get, get them out of the way but yeah that's a real tough one yeah yeah and uh and you know, watching um, watching the girls at the Emirates on Sunday. I mean, uh, unfortunately, I think the crowd's going to be a little bit lower oh, than cool. even for like normal Emirates Cup games, and that's that's really that's not really a reflection on the women. I yeah. think it's more of a reflection on the men's side. Yeah. Um, but nevertheless, I mean, even if it's like fifteen, twenty thousand, that's, that's still good. You can still get a nice atmosphere, a nice sound. But in a 60,000 plus stadium because I don't know if you know they've increased the, uh, the capacity at Emirates yeah. right now so 60,000 plus it's only 15,000 it sounds good but realistically it's not that great yeah yeah and so um, if, if you're listening and if you're going or if you haven't got tickets yet there's, there's plenty left I think yeah. like honestly go go and watch the girls and then just go <laughs> no don't, don't go don't, <laughs> if you don't want to watch like Arsenal Leon like you know I, I think it would be brilliant if they were like you know, forty, fifty thousand people watching the women, and they all just go no, no. no. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, personally, I'm I'm still really excited about it. It's it's been it's been a long time, and I, and hopefully this won't be the last time either. Yeah, I mean, we've as I said before, I've noticed that a lot of teams now in the WSL are playing their games, their main games at the men's stadium. So I feel like that will be a feature throughout the season especially things like the North London Derby or Man City if you're Man United or even Arsenal be Man United I feel like those games will be played at men's stadiums yeah yeah and that and that will be um, I, I think there's a lot of opportunity there for you know where there are games where the girls and the men are at home on the mm-hmm. same weekend and, and perfect yeah yeah so I think there's some potential for some double headers but I think a lot of that will depend on on the turnout on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so get down there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But um, why don't we get um, a bit of a perspective on our opponents for Sunday? Because, um, you know, obviously everyone's heard of Bayern Munich, but I appreciate that uh, Bayern Munich frown, as they're known. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I've probably butchered that because I don't speak <laughs> German. Um, and, and, you know, we've signed all these players from Bayern um, over the last kind of two to three years. Um, and to get a real perspective um, on on life at Bayern at the moment and why all these players are leaving 
um, I spoke to uh, their photographer, uh, a really, really nice guy called uh, Sven. Um, and he gave us um, a really, really nice kind of perspective on, uh, on what's going on uh, over in Munich at the moment. So um, here's my chat with him from last week. Okay, welcome back to the Arsenal Women Askcast, looking ahead to Arsenal versus Bayern Munich this Sunday in the Emirates Cup. The first time, of course, that Arsenal women will take part in the Emirates Cup at Emirates Stadium. Very exciting. Um, They're going to be playing Bayern Munich, obviously a a big name in their own right, not just in men's football, but in women's football in Germany as well. Um, Arsenal have become familiar with Bayern uh, over the last couple of years because quite frankly we've taken a few of their players and I thought it'd be really interesting um, to get a Bayern uh, perspective and for that I'm delighted to be joined by a Bayern Munich fan photographer um, as well Sven Bayerich. Sven thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me Tim. Absolute pleasure. Um, Now like I said, Arsenal and Bayern have formed a bit of a relationship um, over the last kind of couple of years. Um, total of five players in the current Arsenal squad who've, who've come over from Bayern and uh, two different Arsenal managers that have done that as well, interestingly. Um, first off, what, why do you think so many players have made this move from Bayern to Arsenal? Do you think it's purely financial or is there something else that perhaps causes some concern for Bayern fans? Well, first of all, I would have to come up with a counter question <laughs> because because uh, I would be interested uh, in in your opinion about that. Why Arsenal is um, so obviously eager to uh, getting players from Bayern Munich and uh, obviously not only from Bayern Munich but only uh, also a few players from uh, from the Netherlands. So um, yeah. So, so, well, the the Netherlands link, a lot of it is to do with the agency they're represented by, which is called Flow Sports, who yeah. um, handily happen to represent our manager, Joe Montemoro. So that's where some, not all, of the Dutch link comes from. It's it's just a simple agency thing. As yeah. for the, the Bayern thing, I, I honestly don't really know. So Joe has taken... Th- you know uh what's four players now from Bayern um and and before him you know we had Lisa Evans and Vivian Miedema who who you know kind of yeah have have come as a bit of a pair uh yeah yeah so I I don't know if it's just maybe Arsenal just happened to have a scout who lives near Munich and it's quite convenient um or whether they've spotted a a weakness financially I I don't have like an inside um, track um, on that. What yeah. what do Bayern fans think about this? Uh, well, first of all, I, I go with the I go with the financial point. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I th- personally think that uh, uh, players like uh, uh, Leo Meyer or Jill Roth, um, uh, Manuela Zinsberger, um, probably can earn some more money than they would at or have at Bayern. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I don't know the figures, so um, yeah, that's yeah. just a guessing from my side. Um, and maybe it's also because, you know, 
how players are doing they just talk to each other yeah, uh, yeah. players talk maybe to Schnaderbeck um, they talk to Tabea Kemme uh, maybe they still have a link to Lisa Evans and of mm-hmm. course they have one too with Miedema. Um and then they say yeah um, how, how are you going um, how is it Arsenal yeah and then it's, it's one word after the other and then saying well if you have to more or less to leave Bayern so um, why not talking about joining the Arsenal yeah, and uh, one thing I I do know, for example, is that when Vicky Schnaderbeck um, came over, uh, Manuel obviously Manuel Zinsberger is her international teammate as well, and they go back a very yep. long way. And when Vicky Schnaderbeck moved to London, Manuel Zinsberger came with her, um, you know, in terms of helping her to settle yeah. in and everything. Now I don't know if you know if that was because of anything Arsenal did or whether she was just helping her friend but I'm thinking that you know conversations were probably had at that point so I, I think you're quite right and obviously Jill Rod um, with with Netherlands is is very friendly with a number of Arsenal players because we have so many Dutch players so yeah. I, I think you're right I think there's probably a sense that, that players talk but I mean for, for Bayern it's not just the three players this summer that that Arsenal have signed Bayern have had a real overhaul um, quite a few players have left quite a few players have come in long serving manager has gone new manager has come in now now Bayern have finished second to Wolfsburg for the last three years is there a sense that Bayern really needed to do this kind of overhaul to, to maybe reset a bit and, and challenge Wolfsburg again um, I think there's a mix um, I, from what I have heard is that um, actually not that many players would have need to leave Bayern if Bayern would really um, would have been eager to give them a new contract okay. or maybe it was pure speculation of saying well uh, we're not extending your contracts yet because we're hoping to get better players uh, replacing you but in the end um, they ended up not getting better players but meanwhile the players who have left now um, have look otherwise yeah so that that could be one I mean, I mean for example Gina Lewandowski was a bit unfortunate um, because she extended her contract with Bayern but um, the official uh, announcement was that she is uh, leaving Bayern for personal reasons mm. um, Lucy Wonkova obviously was uh, well her wife uh, ended her career yeah. um, so going back with her to the Netherlands uh, that's two Anna Gerhardt um, could never really break into the first squad uh, moving to Jobine uh, Melanie Beringer uh, ended her career so in the end you're ending up with Zinsberger, Rod, Rolfe, Meyer um, and Debritz and um, if you look where they have moved to um, it's obviously also about uh, the money um, also um, for example if you look at Leonie Meyer um, when she got her farewell flowers and the last during the last uh, before the last home match against Freiburg mm. um, she was full of tears so she obviously didn't really want to leave the club she wanted to stay uh, I believe that some other players wanted to stay as well but yeah so and yeah as I said and then there's a new coach coming so yeah yeah and uh, and 
Sarah Debritz is a, is is a really interesting one. She's um, she's a player Arsenal were very interested in um, at the beginning of this year. I mean, I think a lot of clubs were because they knew her contract was running down. Um, I I know Arsenal spoke to her, um, or at least that's what I'm told. Chelsea spoke to her as well. I think um, so. She was she was uh, she was very very in demand. Um, but you know, like I said. Bayern have brought some really good players in um, as well, including uh, Linda Dolman, who is another player that Arsenal were very interested in about a year ago. Can, can you talk about some of the players that Bayern have signed this summer and, and what you think of them? Basically, I believe the biggest signing Bayern have done is uh, Julia Quinn, um, yeah. who was uh, just named a uh, young player of the recent Women's World Cup. Um, I, I, honestly, I can't wait to see her in a red dress. Mm. Um, I'm really looking forward to see her. Um, I first time after I discovered her was uh, during an under 17 tournament when I've seen her the first time, and from that moment on, I said, "Bayern need to sign her." And mm. we are now three years on, and uh, she finally uh, will play for Bayern this season. Really looking forward to see her because um, she's an absolutely great talent um linda dahlman is a great player um was a great player at essen mm. um she probably should yeah in some way should replace melanie behringer yeah and amanda illestadt was i think i mean amanda illestadt the swedish national was signed after gina Lewandowski announced that she would leave Mm-hmm. It's basically replacing her. Um, Edelstedt is in Germany since a few years, I think. So she knows the language, she knows the culture. Um, should not be a big difference from her from moving from Turbina to, to Bayern unless there's bigger, co- more competitive squad than maybe at Turbina. And then Karina um, Schlüter, uh, goalkeeper, was signed up um well, I would say is a backup, maybe. Um, she showed mm. a great match um, in the um, uh, second leg of the last season against Bayern. Yes. Uh, and Bayern uh, couldn't come away with a win, but it was a draw. And uh, Schlüter showed a massive game. Uh, so yeah. she certainly will be a good backup for uh, Laura Bankert. But maybe the fight for number one position is open. I don't know what uh, the plans of the new coach are, but Laura Bankert played for Freiburg, so uh, the new coach will know her well. And then there are two youngsters uh, from the reserve team coming in. One is Gia Gorley, an uh, under-17, under-19 international, as well as Laura Donhauser, Mm. leather actually, played against uh, England at the um, under 19 euros yeah I was I was going to ask you um, about that actually I but I, I, I watched that uh, that game against sand when Schluter played and that and obviously that one all draw was hugely damaging for for Bayern's title aspirations yep. am I right in saying Schluter had already signed for Bayern at that point or at least it had already been agreed it, it must have been around that time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, th- I think it was announced before and it was basically like to show what, what she yeah. was like. I show you what I'm 
capable of. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah, I was going to come on to uh, the young players, you know, Gio Corley and Laura Donhauser, who are, who are very highly rated. And obviously the new manager, uh, Jens Scheuer, um, who, who has come in from Freiburg, um, you know, he has a real, he, or he forged a real reputation there for bringing through young players. And and I'm sure looking at, you know, Biner looking at the likes of Julia Gwynn, um, you know, Corley and Donhauser to kind of, you know, perhaps refresh things a little bit. Do you think that's a big part of why Jens Scheuer was, was, um, was appointed because of his record with young players? one could see it that way <laughs> um, but also let's say Lina Magul was yep. already signed up last season she played for Freiburg before um, if you look at the uh, yeah recent um, national team roster uh, at the World Cup um, I think that overall there have been seven players who have come through the ranks of Freiburg mm which is quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, one has to say, and I personally believe that you might have the same problem in England, uh, the amount of coaches uh, familiar with women's football yeah. or with coaches wanting to coach in women's football and have the, have the right qualification and have a reputation are really, really limited. Mm. And, and and though so it's in Germany and like when when Bayern took um, Jens Scheuer, uh, Daniel Kraus from Essen, he moved to Freiburg. So that's basically like a carousel was just tipped off and made around. Mm. Um, so there's you always basically you always have the same coaches uh, in, in in the in the foreign Bundesliga. So. I also want to believe that Scheuer was brought in for his tactical abilities, um, not only for bringing through young players, but also for his technical abilities. Yeah, I was I was going to ask you about that as well, actually, because what what I think is quite interesting is I I started to watch a few Bayern games at the end of last season when I I knew that we were taking um, yeah. a, a few players, and and what kind of struck me. Um, from the from the couple of games I watched, uh, you know, like against Barcelona, um, and I think I watched a game against Essen as well, and the one against Sand. And um, what what kind of struck me was that the way under Thomas Vola that you know Bayern attacked a lot through the flanks. Uh, Fridolina Rolfo, who I think is a brilliant winger on the left hand side, you know, Sara de Brits or Bierenstein, the Dutch forward on yeah. the right hand side, and that Bayern were quite direct and they were quite quick to play through those those wide players. Do, do you do you expect? And, and obviously, some of those players have left now. Um, mm. And there's a new coach. Do you expect uh, Scheuer to to change the style? Because I know at Freiburg he played a bit more of like a, a pressing game. Or yeah. do you think he will he will keep things largely the same? No, I think he will change things. Um, and and as I said, I I want to believe that this is actually one point um, why he has been brought in. Um, I I personally believe that. Um, I know Tom Werler through all the years in the end Bayern Munich was stuck in a one-way street so to mm-hmm. say um, because there 
was uh, you couldn't really see uh, any tactical developments uh, mm. in the end anymore. Um, I think it was some kind of the end of the road. Um, he, he basically did a masterpiece um, by beating Wolfsburg um, in, the, in, the, um, uh, in the second leg of, of, of the Bundesliga at home um, mm. by 4-2. He changed his uh, tactics a bit, um, put in some different starting lineup, and uh, put on some pressure on Wolfsburg. And it was really astonishing to see um, what the players did in that match. However, uh, just a few weeks later, during the uh, cup tie between the two, it was again it was complete opposite. It was mm. when when we beat Wolfsburg in the second leg game. I thought we will lose the cup game because you beat Wolfsburg only once a season. You don't beat them twice. Mm. And what Bayern needs to do, if they want to win the Frauen Bundesliga again, they need to beat Wolfsburg at least once, if not twice. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you, I think you need a different tactical approach and if you watch the first half of the cup final between Freiburg and Wolfsburg you probably are able to see uh, what Scheuer might could do with Bayern yeah because Freiburg only lost that 1-0 in the end so it wasn't you know, given and they were the better team in the first half. Yeah, yeah, exactly so given the gulf in resources between the two teams and the quality I mean I know, I know it sounds a little bit <laughs> odd to say, but a 1-0 defeat is, you know, I, I think most people would have expected Freiburg to lose that a bit more heavily. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and Sven, before before I let you go, I, ju- I just want to close um, by actually asking you about a couple of the players Arsenal have taken this season. I'm not going to ask you too much about Manuela Zinsberger. Um, the, the goalkeeping situation is quite interesting at Arsenal because we had Sari van Veenendaal who as she showed at the World Cup, is an excellent goalkeeper. Absolutely. Great and performance from her. Yeah, yeah. And and one of the very few questions Arsenal fans asked of Joe Montemoro last season was the decision to drop her uh, for Pauline Peyroud-Magnin, the French goalkeeper we brought in. Everyone thought she was just going to be the second choice. Um, but but that didn't end up happening. And and But I do think Zinsberger will I think in Joe's mind be the first choice but the the two players I really wanted to ask you about um, were the other two first of all Gilles Raud who I think has made a really interesting decision to move to Arsenal because she struggled to get into the Bayern team because of players like Dubritz and Magul um, in her position and she struggles to get into the Netherlands team because of players like Daniel van der Donk and Shanice van der Sanden and uh, Leek Martins. But she's come to Arsenal who, I mean, she's going to have, to my eyes, the same issue because we've got Kim Little, Jordan Nobbs, Daniel van der Donk um, in, in, you know, who like to play in her position. Um, and so, first of all, I'm, I'm interested in in whether you think Jill Raud is good enough to break in. I mean, Arsenal will rotate, obviously, but whether you think she's good enough to break into that Arsenal midfield in her favoured position. First of all, I'm a big fan of, I have to admit, I'm a big fan of Jill Raud mm. um, as a player. Um, I really would love to have seen her given more playing time at Bayern. Mm. Mm. 
I think one reason she left was because she wanted to have more playing time and she was not happy that she haven't played so many games. Um, and maybe she thinks she can break into the first team squad of Arsenal. Mm. Um, but yeah, as you said, she definitely will face the same issue as she is facing a Bayern. So um, I'm, I'm not I'm not really sure playing-wise um, it was the right decision of her. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I read an interview with her a couple of months ago. She used to wear the number 12 shirt for Netherlands, I think, and she gave that up um, because she said, I'm sick of feeling like number 12. Um, and interestingly, the number 12 shirt was vacant at Arsenal and she didn't take that. She's taken number 14. So I, th- I think she's quite she's quite conscious, but she'll be up for the fight, which um, I think Joe really, really likes. And, and just lastly, I wanted to touch on uh, Leonie Meyer as well, because she can play. I mean, she strikes me as a very Joe Montemoro player. Joe likes to work with quite a small squad, but with lots of players who can play in lots of different positions. Um, where Arsenal probably really need her, I think, is at right back where, you know, we, we lost Alex Scott. We signed uh, Jessica Samuelson and she had a nightmare time with injuries. And I think he wanted he wants to play to bear Kemmer at right back. But obviously she's yeah. having um, injury problems. So I think he might have Leonie Meyer earmarked as, as a right back. But... Um, what what kind of player is she, and and where do you think her best position might be? Um, her best position is definitely uh, right back, mm-hmm. um, but she I think she also can play on the left. Um, for Leonie Meyer, she had her height two years ago, right? When she first time she broke into the national team she definitely was on her height at Bayern it was a joy to watching her for Bayern playing and I remember someone called her the Philip Lahm of uh, Bayern Munich women's Mm -hmm. and I think at her height and if she can reach it again that's the best to describe her playing that's that's very very encouraging um indeed and 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 yeah i you know i i tend because arsenal have basically been playing lisa evans um at right back for the last 18 months or so and and i i really really like lisa evans i think she's a fantastic player and that's that's worked really well for us but i think a little bit more by accident than design and i think joe's really keen to let her play in her best position and um you know get a proper right back in there and i i, I tend to think that's that's where we'll see leonie meyer spen i've i've kept you for far too long i'm i'm really really grateful for um you know the insight that you've provided for this podcast you you have a podcast of your own is that right Yes, that's right. Uh, together with my co-host, Yule, um, uh, we are running a, a podcast about women's football, uh, but of course we are talking in German. So, But uh, if any of your listeners uh, is able to understand German, uh, give us a listen. The name of the podcast is uh, Lottes Erbenen. Excellent. We have plenty of German speaking um, and German listeners. Um, so I'm sure uh, that, that that they'll check that out Sven thank you so much um, for your time Um, good luck in the Emirates Cup game on Sunday and good luck for next season 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Really, really grateful um, to Sven uh, for his insights uh, and for his time as well. Um, it, it's really nice when you interview someone and you're the one that has to hang up on them. <laughs> because <laughs> because got a lot to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, yeah, I, I have to say, I've never spoken to him before, um, so I didn't know how good his English was, but obviously he's German, so his, his English was great. Um, we also speak to uh, Katie McKay, and we'll, we'll play that interview in a minute, but Pippa, this is the first time you've interviewed Katie, yeah. right? first time I've ever spoken to her. Obviously, I see her all the time, but I've never had a chance to speak to her. Lovely lass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love her. Yeah, she's great, isn't she? She's, um, you know, super confident, and she yeah. had, she had a, a great season, um last season as well um and and you know really really hope that she can kick on again this season and 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 you know play as she did last year as well the, you know that would be great and, and you know for her she's been asking for four years now mm-hmm. hasn't played at the emirates yet yeah. so massive big deal. i feel like she's downplaying it a bit because i feel like this is a massive deal for her because i mean who doesn't want to play at the emirates yeah <laughs> yeah no exactly and um yeah, she's she's become um, she's become such an important player, yeah. I think, for Arsenal. But like you said, she's she's like a really good character mm-hmm. um, as well, and I think she's she's got real real kind of value in the squad um, for that. So why don't we um, hear from Katie McCabe, who Pippa spoke to, um, and we'll roll that interview now. Katie, it's great to see you. Hope you had an amazing summer. Of Thank you. You came back early. Any reasons why? Um. Do you know what? It's non-football related, yeah. but I was moving flat, um, so I don't look that good on the social media, because uh, the girls were giving me a bit of stick, actually, Dan and Mitch, because they were in the same day, but Pricey only pictured me, because I happened to be in the uh, gym at the same time, so I was getting a bit of stick for putting that portfolio up and, uh, and getting all the all the praise. <laughs> get just to clarify, the girls were there, the two, that day. So, yeah. yeah, just get yourself nice and organised before the season starts. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> um, it's exciting to be back. Um Obviously, the World Cup was great to see the girls uh, over in France playing. Um, but for me, I kind of had that itch to get back. I said I, our six-week break was too long. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's good to be back and to have our first week uh, done um, is, is good. And we can just keep pushing on now for the rest of the preseason. Going into the preseason, now, obviously, the big debut game is at the Emirates Stadium. How do the players feel about playing at the Emirates? Do you know what we've? I was chatting to to Kim about it because I think Kim and like Jordan and Dan um, are kind of the only ones that have played yeah. there. So it's more of a bigger deal for like 
the new the new players myself who's been here and obviously it's not uh, I've not played there yet so it's it's, it's exciting um we know uh, it's it's going to be great obviously uh, hopefully it's it's going to be full hopefully <laughs> hopefully going to be full <laughs> um obviously they're coming to see us not the men um but now it's a, it's a great uh, occasion and it's a great showcase and i think it just shows what arsenal uh, football club is about and the togetherness yeah. um uh, having us playing uh, before the men, it's uh, no, it'll be a, a really nice day. Yeah, and hopefully we get some nice weather as well. It should be. Hopefully <laughs> the weather keeps up. And you've got some new signings. Like yeah, ex Bayern, no Bayern players that are coming. We're to the basically team. Bayern yeah. FC. Yeah. <laughs> How is that? How do you think that's going to go down? No, it's it's good. I was I've uh, met Leone um, today. That was her first day uh, today. Um, but the girls are great. Uh, even like last year, like Vicky coming in. Um, it doesn't even feel as if they're new. Just like feel they, like home. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's because they know half the squad already. But um, no, it's great. They're uh, our team environment is is uh, yeah. We mix we mix really well. So um, it's an easy environment, in my opinion, that to, to come into. Um, and the girls have yeah, they've blossomed already. So onwards and upwards. Yeah, yeah. So it's fair to say that last season was your best season individually. More, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, you, there's more in the tank. Yeah, I'm season. hoping so because now we're going into <laughs> Champions League football. And how are you feeling about that? Yeah, no, I can't wait. Um, I got a, a taste of it um, when I went on loan to Glasgow, um, which was which was great. Um, but for me, it was always the incentive to get Arsenal back into the Champions League, like which where we should be as a club. Um, so to to sign the players we've signed, to obviously have the squad we have from last year, and just build on that. Um, I think yeah, everyone's just kind of waiting for the draw now to see who we get, um, so we can obviously set our sights on the start of the the league and and then obviously Champions League, which is which is the big one. Yeah. I can't wait personally. Not gonna <laughs> away days now at the Champions League, yeah. so um, no, it'll be great. Yeah, I'm 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 really looking forward to it. I want to touch back on the summer quickly. Uh, we saw like a really nice increase of audiences following the women's game, obviously at the World Cup. Yeah, and now everyone wants to know if it's going to follow through to women's football down in WSL. And obviously, the Borenwood is now newly renovated. And I've still yet to see it. Actually, I'm looking, I've seen some uh, some pictures of the changing rooms yeah. and stuff. So looks yeah, no, it, it does look great. Like, but going back to your question, like obviously the the audience, like it was record numbers, like yeah. I've seen through the BBC and stuff like that. But there's some great games. Obviously, at the start of the season now with like Chelsea and uh, Tottenham. Uh, there's like obviously the Manchester derby ourselves and West Ham. So. Yeah. Hopefully, it, like it continues to grow and uh, and we get uh, people coming and watching us. Um, even last year, the amount of games that was on TV, yeah. like for me, my family over in Ireland kept looking or looking on the TV and being able to to see me yeah. play week in week out was fantastic. So. Um, baby steps but it's definitely going in the right direction yeah. which is what we all want I mean I've noticed that a couple of more WSL teams are playing games at their men's stadium now yeah. so obviously we're, we're the first to do it the Emirates yeah. Stadium and the Emirates Cup but yeah. there's also the big North London derby that will probably be happening yeah in Tottenham's yeah. new ground that'll be I think it's November yeah. uh, I just got wind of that last week actually um, but no that's exciting I've not seen the stadium no. obviously it's not as nice as the Emirates <laughs> obviously but, <laughs> um, but no it's, apparently it's a, it's a massive uh, massive stadium and yeah that'll be one to, to look out for obviously uh, we'll have Chelsea and Man City and stuff before yeah. that but uh, no North London Derby at big Sports headline. Stadium that's, yeah. that's a big one it's bigger than a Stamford Bridge yeah. <laughs> well I'm really looking forward to Sunday we need to tell people that I'm sure everyone knows already but we need to remind them that the Arsenal women are opening the act on Sunday at the Emirates that's Cup that's the thing I feel like yeah, yeah, Arsenal Bayern has a better ring to it than yeah. 
well, I can't really say this, but I'll probably get in trouble, but Arsenal Leon. <laughs> now that is the that's gonna be the game. Um Bayern we've played them in previous seasons. Um and they've always been a great test. Yeah. We've a great test of games now coming in. We've like Bayern Munich, Barcelona, at Bayern Woods, um, Wolfsburg, um so it's it's a really it's gonna be a challenge in pre season but one to obviously get us ready for the for the Champions League, um and to obviously retain the the league uh, yeah, the league. Um so no it's it's gonna be a a, a good season it's a big game so hopefully everyone's yeah. down there nice and early yeah no definitely yeah I'm hoping so yeah see the uh, see the stadium for but um, no it'd be great uh, all the girls are looking forward to it. another week to prepare for it now um, uh, but yeah no I, I can't wait looking forward to it yeah I hope you guys smash it absolutely thanks a <laughs> million talking to you Katie cheers thanks very Thank much you. that was Arsenal's Irish winger Katie McCabe speaking to Pippa um Pippa, that's three people we've spoken no, to no, for this podcast. a pretty long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> ahead of, ahead of the here, game on, on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, precisely. And um, I guess, I don't know, I just want to reiterate to people, you know, really get down there on Sunday, get in your seats by half twelve and, you know, support this team because um, if nothing else for the season they had last year, they really deserve it. Yeah, right? 100%. Okay, excellent. Well, we uh, we really hope that you enjoyed uh, this this episode of the Arsenal Women Askcast. We will have another one for you, probably at the end of August, maybe a kind of season preview. Um, Pippa and I will work that out yeah. <laughs> uh, another time. But we really wanted to put something out ahead of the Emirates Cup, and uh, really big thanks to Arsenal as well and Rebecca James for kind of in- inviting us down to London Colney so we could speak to a couple of players. And thanks again to Sven for for his time and his insights on our opponents by Munich. And we will speak to you next time. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.